0: Nahum chapter 1 verse 7, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. You may be seated. The Lord, the Lord, the, the name Lord there, if you notice every letter is capitalized. There is none above him. There's none that will ever be above him. There was none before him. There will be none come after him. Nahum, or Nahum, ever how you want to say it, um, was often counted uh, the highest among the minor prophets. Um, He prophesied about the time uh, that Isaiah uh, came on the scene. Uh, His home was in Galilee, um, his name means comforter. He prophesied uh, judgment against Nineveh somewhere around 150 years um, after Jonah's uh, revival. And uh, this is a message that he he left there in three chapters. It's a message of tran- tranquility uh, in a time of trouble. And we need a message such as that because... Our times, we are in a lot of trouble as a, as a nation, as a county, as a state. Uh, we need the Lord. We need Him to come. We need Him to make His presence uh, known to us. It's also a message uh, that uh, Nahum leaves us of comfort in a time of chaos. Um, it's a message of peace in a time of peril. That is judgment and, and uh, risk that people are taking today. But listen. I, I give it the title because it's right there in the Scripture. couldn't give it any other title, but the Lord is good. Now, God is good. He's good all the time, and all the time He is good. And when I think about uh, people who have so much trouble, and, and, and through the, the time that Lynn and I have had the opportunity to be in Oconee County, we've seen a many, a many a family suffer uh, over uh, family, and uh, their time is just taken away from them and looking after loved ones. And, and finally, you know, they too end up being passed on. And uh, I think of so many uh, things that happen, but still, the Lord is good. And I want us to look at three little simple things. Because the Lord is good, it reveals the personality of the Lord. Now, sometimes we, we, well, not, not sometimes, a lot of times we talk about people's personality. But how many of us think about the personality of God? He, he is a good God. I mean, I, it's amazing how at a uh, stage that Lynn and I find ourselves in, how much God just blesses us over and over and it's uh, continuing to supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And when I think of how good God is, uh, uh, it's, it's, He's not a divine dictator uh, sitting back waiting for us to sin so He can pounce on us and punish us. Uh, you know, I think of uh, I think of my daddy many times uh, just prior to my getting my whipping. You know, I'm satisfied he sat there and said, why, you know, why don't he, I done told him not to do that. And he's a doing it anyhow. And looks like I'm just going to have to get up. Um, he sat in a recliner and that thing had a gear on the side, you know what I mean? I mean, when it went down, the front end flopped down and, I mean, he'd worked hard all day laying brick, but he stood erect on his feet. And we had one bathroom in the house and that's where the discipline took place. We went in there and shut the door, and I, I knew when we was on our way down the hall. I mean, I was just having cold chills. I knew what was coming. You know, but he, done, he done spoke to me. God speaks to us, and he says, hey, this is the way I want it. And if you don't do it the way I want it, as my child, I am going to have to whip you. And so it comes, but he's not sitting back waiting to pounce on us and to jump up and down and yell and scream because he is a loving God. A little child's prayer. What we say? God is great. Say it with me. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for this food. By his hands we shall be fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Uh, little old Brantley, he's trying to learn that. And he'll say, God is great, God is good, amen. You know, he, uh, but hey, he's getting the, some of the main parts in so far. God is great. God is good. And he is all the time. And I, I think of that, um, the creation uh, that he created. And, uh, uh, you know, it declares it. His, de- his creation declares his love for us. Uh, many mornings when we're coming this way and it's clear and you see the mountains you see uh, really like three layers of mountains and uh, when I see those three layers I look at the forest set of mountains I can see and I'm thinking hey just on the other side of that is Gatlinburg you know that's one of those favorite spots uh, to go to but, but his creation declares his love uh, his, the communion deserves it Communion with God. I'm not necessarily talking about the Lord's Supper. I'm talking about communion with Him, talking to Him. You know, some people say, I just don't know how to talk to God. You talk to God just like you would talk to me. Hey, you just pour out your heart. You just simply say, Lord, I don't know what to say. Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, I need you to show me what to do. Give me the words that I need to say because communion deserves it. We talk to him in private so that we can talk about him in public. How can you talk about God in public when you haven't talked to him privately? Uh, you know, many, many mornings um, after Lynn and I were married, I still, uh, I, dad was still laying brick, and and many mornings, I mean, I rode with him. I rode to work with him, and um I didn't want him coming all the way out to the house, so I'd walk about three football fields long before dark. Get out there, and and uh, he had riders that rode up front, and he had a camper cover on there, and an old spare tire in the back, and I had got me an old quilt, and I threw it up in there. We was working in Spartanburg, and I'd ride all the way from Pierstown. I'd crawl up in the back of that truck. And I'd sleep all the way uh, to Spartanburg. And when I heard the truck cut off, I knew it was time to get up. In the evening, same thing. I'd crawl in the back. I'd sleep all the way back to the house. I just don't like to waste my time, you know. And uh, that's uh, that's (laughs) Len says that's why God called me to preach. I couldn't stay awake in the service. The creation declares it. Communion deserves it. But listen. Uh, the cross demonstrates it, and automatically, when we see the cross, when I see the cross, I think of Jesus. I think of what He's done for me on the cross. Me, so undeserving, yet while I was a sinner, Christ died for me. And if if, if I was the only one, I believe He would have died just for me. Everything He made, uh, when God made it in those six days, He step back and look and it is good. He didn't say I think it's good. He said it is good. And hey, it's still good. Well, not only the Lord is good reveals um his personality, but also um it's a stronghold in the day of trouble. Um that's what the verse 7 says. A stronghold in the day of trouble. that's his protection, a place of protection. When we think of that place of uh, protection, it's in Christ. It's in the Lord. It's a walled city like. It was surrounded uh, by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think of Joshua walking around uh, seven times and the the walls of Jericho come tumbling down and little kids sing about that. You know, it was something about just obeying the Lord. One time would have been enough probably, but he said, I want you to do it seven times. Seven times. And uh, on that seventh time, hey, things happened. And so we think about being surrounded by Christ. We may have to do it more than once in order for the Lord to act, okay? Because He knows our faith. He knows how faithful we are. Uh, it also uh, settles um, like a fort. It it comforts like a fort when when the Calvaries and the... And, was getting started and they'd go and they'd build a fort. They built a fort for protection. The fort offered power because they could, they could get behind the walls or they could, they could get up where they could see the enemy coming. A fort was important. A fort was something that they needed. I think of America. You know, I, I feel safe in America. I feel protected uh, in America. And there's not a morning goes by that, that Lynn and I don't pray for our law enforcement and pray for our, our military and our president and our nation that we would stand strong for the Lord because, you know, we, we say and we sing, God bless America. And I, God wants to bless uh, America. But you see, when you, if you could put all of us Americans in a box... You know, there's more people that could care less about America than there are that care about America. And, and that shows up in a lot of places. Uh, you know, I won't, I, I'm thankful that I was born in America. I'm thankful uh, that uh, my, my daddy helped fight for my freedom. And many of you, I, I thank you uh, for the, the time that you spent in, in the military for, for my protection. For my freedom. And when I think about that, I I think of what a stronghold, it says, uh, in the day of trouble. And the Lord Jesus is going to keep us safe. You mark it down. I don't know what we're going to have to go through between now and the time Jesus comes or we leave this world through death. But he has promised not to leave us nor forsake us. He's going to be there for us. So it, it reveals his personality, and the scripture says it's a, a stronghold of the devil's trouble, but it also says he knoweth them the third thing that trust in him now I'm thinking, do we really trust the lord it's a uh, you know it, it it's a privilege to know that God knows us. the Bible says he knows us, he knows us by name, he knows us so well it says the very hairs of our head are numbered i mean that's that's pretty. That's pretty awesome, I guess you could say. Puzzling even to think. The very hairs of my head are all numbered. Why? Because God's that kind of God. He loves us that much. So it's a privilege to know that he knows us. Um, And I know he knows me because he calls my name, okay? He calls my name. Uh, He has a purpose for us. Um, We have a relationship with him. Because he says, my sheep hear my voice, and I call them, and they know me, and they follow me. Now, following the Lord is not, is not that difficult once we get on the, on the trail and know that, hey, I'm following the Lord here. I'm obeying, I'm obeying God. I want to be his follower. I want to do what he says do as long as he says do it. We have a relationship with the Lord is good. His mercy, the Bible says, endureth forever. He constantly is having mercy on our nation. He's constantly having mercy on the lost as as we pray for them to come to the Lord. The Lord is good. He protects us and he is worthy of our faith and our faithfulness. Because the Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And I want to please God. In order to do that, I have to have enough faith to know and believe that he is alive. And that he is calling the shots. That he is in control. And that he is the only one that knows when this thing is going to end. Nobody else knows. Not even his son, Jesus. But one day he's going to tell his son, it's time for the marriage. I want you to go get your bride. Can you imagine what a time that's going to be. As the first time Jesus left heaven, he knew he was coming to die. Horrible. But the second time, he's going to be coming to pick up his bride. What a joyful, what a wonderful time that's going to be. Listen, God's a jealous God. If you look back in, uh, in that uh, first chapter, uh, he's a jealous God. You know, he wants to be first. Vengeance belongs to him. He said, I'll repay. Don't worry about repaying somebody for stepping on you and mashing you and talking ugly or whatever, mistreating you. Don't worry. He says, I will take care of it. Vengeance is mine. Uh, That verse also says that uh, he's in the whirlwind. And I think of many times, I love to see a whirlwind. I love to hear a whirlwind. I love to hear in the, in the fall when the leaves are, are falling and he gets in that whirlwind and goes to stirring. I can hear him before I see him. I see him in the whirlwind because his voice is in the whirlwind. He speaks through the whirlwind. The Bible says that the clouds are the dust of his feet. The dust of his feet. In other words, I, you know, we look up and on a real cloudy day, especially these great big thunderheads just boiling up. I mean, just to, um, I mean, I see all kind of things in the sky. I mean, I see dogs mostly, uh, in the through through clouds and and just to watch the clouds change uh, their form and to know, hey, that's the dust of God as He's going across the sky. Um, it's just another amazing miracle. Uh, to be able to look and to see that He is in full control of all creation. And I think, well, why don't we allow Him to control us all the time? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, when we, when we look down there, um, He that knoweth Him, trust in Him. The, verse 7, the last three verses, trust in Him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says to trust in the Lord with all our heart. And lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge him. And he said he will, he shall direct our path. And it's important that we are on the right path. Um, verse 7 there in, in Na, uh, Nahum, first chapter, uh, the Lord is good. It's, it's worth underlining. The Lord is good that we not forget that how good God is. Um, and I think this sometimes. People, we need to allow God to be good to us. We need to allow Him. We need to invite Him for every meal that we partake of. Invite Him to partake of that meal with us. I think of Cleopas and the other, on their way, um, Where well, the city just left me. Where was it going? Emmaus. And uh, they invited Jesus, not knowing who He was, to to stay with them, to spend the night with him, and to partake a meal with him. And that's when he revealed himself because, hey, he is so good. And I think what we need to do as Christians is to be obedient to his word, be obedient to his will, be determined, I'm going to live for you, God. I don't care what happens to me. I'm going to live for him. Uh, Job said, if he kills me, I'm going to live for him. And we need to be alert for Satan Is like a roaring lion going about, seeking who he can destroy, and he's after Christians. He's not after the lost crowd. He's after us as saved people, and if he can, he will destroy our body, but thank God he can't touch the soul, amen? He cannot touch the soul, and that's the part that's saved about us, uh, of any and everything about this old body, for sure, the soul is saved. And it's got a place in heaven. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for time to gather around your holy word. Thank you for Nahum, Lord, for him being obedient to you. And to recognizing and know that you are a good God. Lord, we thank you for your love. For all the provisions that you provide for us every day. Thank you for every home that's represented in this room tonight. And Lord, that you'd bless and take care of us. And we'll look to... For your return in Jesus' name, Amen. And whatever.